2: I I think I just said that we're going to work through the process. Did I just say that? But I'm going to work through the process just like I always do. We're going to evaluate all the players. We're going to evaluate uh, everybody. And we're going to go like our business like we always do. I love him when he's annoyed. Oh, I you? do too. That's,
3: yes. my favorite, uh, That's my favorite. You zen. always have to ask him a question like a second or third time to annoy him. Just to, just to see what he'll do. Just to, yeah. just to annoy him a little. Hey, like but a... I don't blame him. He, he probably said, he preceded that by saying, you know, Didn't I just answer that? Uh, We don't know what we're going to do. They don't know what they're going to do with quarterback yet. I mean, once you ask, you got to ask the question, I suppose. But once he says no, what, you
1: know. Can we put to rest, though, one thing that I know they are not going to do? Can we stop with the Drew Brees stuff, please? Oh, that's, Do you really you, think there's
3: only, there's only one little guy, just about the same height as Drew Brees, who keeps passing that out? Well, and again, I'm not if, it ain't if he happening. was. A, I know. He's already said he's staying in New Orleans. And if if if
1: New Orleans is not going to allow him to leave, number one, but and I don't. If yes, if he was available, you make the call. But that's not going to
3: happen. He's not <laughs>
1: going to become available. Yeah,
3: I heard that being
1: discussed today. Uh right, Aaron Rodgers—he might get cut. Let's go get him.
3: <laughs> uh thanks to Zim for doing the season ender after a tough loss. By the way, Denny stopped doing them babies, and I—I uh, I was trying to figure out. I, you know, the—I think he did one in '94, and then the
1: when the cabal the, happened,
3: then the sexual harassment thing. Came oh out. yeah, but I think he kept doing them. uh but I can't remember which one. Maybe after the Cabal hit in 97 and then they they got beat the next week, then he might have stopped doing them. He he stopped doing them. I know we were all raising hell that we had to talk to him after the 99 loss, you know, the Mm -hmm. 98 season. He never did a season-ender. And that was... That was a kind of a tough not to get a season ender from the coach after you lose one like that, As right?
1: When you were the heavy favorite to win it all. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, but Denny didn't do him so god. Uh, thanks. You know, the thanks, best though. What? Was was after uh he was fired. When he when the when they followed him out to his truck and he yeah. had just if you're washed looking for his Denny truck.
0: Green, you can find me on the high road. But he had yeah. washed
1: his truck and his he had washed his truck and his doors were frozen shut. He's got nine cameras around him and he,
3: and he can't get the door open. Yeah. I actually felt bad for poor Kevin. Then, then, the then they were saying he wasn't fired. Remember? Chris Mortensen reported the morning that he was gone. Yes. That day. And Sid was still saying he wasn't gonna get fired. So then Sid, the next nobody got fired. Nobody got fired. Sid was, Sid was denying. Denny got fired more than Denny was denying it <laughs> right. because he was mad because Chris Mortensen had the scoop. had the but scoop. Denny, basically, they called him up to get fired, and he said, "I quit." You know, <laughs> because uh, that was that was kind of like Norv Turner. I okay, I quit. No, no. Okay, good. Yeah, we're gonna say you quit anyway. Danny was, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was good when The, the oh. stampede chasing him out. That was, and for some reason, I think it must have been cold because they let us all kind of had the run of the place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that day. We were downstairs and we were in the weight room and we were in the locker room and it was just chaos and cameras all over the place and they completely lost uh, lost control of the situation when Denny got fired. Anyway, <laughs> I refuse now. There's nobody I respect more as a football writer than Kevin Siever. Mm-hmm. He's terrific. And he's a great reporter. But I heard him tell, when he talked to uh, Judd and... Um, and uh, Mackie. What's the other guy's name? The yep. guy that wants Drew Brees? Yep. Uh, Mackie, uh That he thinks Keenum is, is going to get franchised on a one-year deal. You know, and then there was a I lot of... I cannot believe they're going to give Chris Keenum $23 million. Well... I, I would understand
1: why they would do it. I personally probably would not. Because I think now, but I guess the reason that I believe that they would do it, Pat, is that position in this league are so starved for people but that can do then, that job. Then
3: you have to say goodbye to Teddy, don't you? Yeah. Because Teddy's not going to. If you're going to tell Teddy that we're giving this guy $23 million, you're not giving him $23 million not to play.
0: Right. You're not. You're not. You're not franchising Case Keenum to have him compete for the starting no, job. You're no, saying he's no, going and that's, to be the starter. And that's what
3: I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think deep in Zim's soul, even though
0: Teddy's Teddy guy. was
3: not Teddy was not active for the playoff games, and I'm not sure how to interpret that. But deep in his soul, Zim wants Teddy. I, Zim loves Teddy. I read it. Into- Zim thinks Teddy's. Smarter than Case, as far as playing quarterback. I, I
1: read into uh, Bridgewater being inactive and Bradford being active is in that I don't think they believed Teddy was ready to play this season.
3: I think the fact that Zim today said it's a, you know, that the basically that it takes two years to come back mm-hmm. was an indicate. I think, okay, Bradford can play. Do we want to put Teddy out there and get him hurt if we have to put him in a game? You know, the mm-hmm. last right. I, I right. think i I don't think they counted on either of them to play, but they wanted one of them out there and uh playing that. I I th- I think maybe it was just okay. We got Teddy. He's made this much progress. We're this far along. Do we want to get him out?
1: But there? what's funny is when all three quarterbacks are healthy, and I know that that's a giant question mark. Sam Bradford's the best quarterback of the three.
3: He probably is. Yes, he is. But he's also uh, even more stationary than Teddy is, even Mm -hmm. pre-injury. So I I don't know, but I can't give Case Keenum $23 million. I can't either. And then after game five of next season, say, well, we got to go to Teddy. Okay, well, would,
1: would they franchise him in the hopes that a team like Arizona would offer you something for him? is that is that part of the madness? Is that part of the method no, here? No,
3: I think the only reason you franchise him is to, uh, to know, avoid having to
0: sign him to a long-term yeah, deal, you, but you, you'll have him back. You
3: franchise him. No other team's going to pay him 23. He's not going to get as much money as Mike Glennon. I'm telling you. I, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I don't know about that. I'm telling you. I don't know about that. I didn't get
3: what 15
0: million a year. He's not going to get that much money. See, Pat, I think somebody will give. It. I think I, somebody I do too. like I think somebody like Arizona. You got to think
3: you're going to win to give it to him. Arizona makes sense because I, yeah. like, I, I don't think Cleve- they like. I don't think I don't think Cleveland. I don't think
0: a team like Cleveland will oh, give Casey that kind of money because they're terrible. No. But I think if you're Arizona and you kind of feel like by the you way you want to go on the word one word last on Cleveland run, is they're
3: going to take May- Mayfield first. No. Really? Like, didn't I see that the other day? Holy they cow! Think they're going to take him first. I think he's
1: going to be a good pro. I really—I mean, he's kind of a knucklehead. But he's I, a I six-footer, right? But he's got—I
0: think he's got so a great he arm. Never
3: meets Manziel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Manziel. <laughs> well, Cleveland—they they have to take a quarterback. Johnny Manziel. To.
3: Still, my favorite story on Johnny Manziel is those kids from Minnesota who met him one night in a bar when he was still at A&M, and uh, they met him and they drank until about. 2 in the morning, and they ended up, they were staying at the same hotel, and (laughs) these Minnesota kids, 9 a.m., somebody's banging on the door, and they're hungover, they can't breathe. They were out till 5. They opened the door, and it's Manziel's, come on, boys, we're going to do it again! Uh, The father of one of these youth is a good friend of mine. And uh, those guys were impressed with Johnny's partying. He knows how to rally. Yes, he did. 9 a.m. Let's go. Come on. We'll be back. Kip Staggin, Star Tribune sports columnist. Tom Brady will be favored in a game for his
2: 50th straight start
3: in the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I would think it would be uh, hard to uh, not give him the side edge. But I will say this, Patrick. Watching that Eagles defense up front um, in in person, they're going to make it hard on him. That that Eagles defense is legit. And that defense, the thing that they can do that not a lot of teams can do, that they can get pressure with just four. They don't blitz a lot. Um, I I worked in a locker room the other night after the game and talking to Fletcher Cox. He said, if you see us blitzing a, a lot, something's gone wrong," <laughs> So "They they like to get pressure with their front, uh, just their front four. So um, you know, I, I think they'll make it difficult on them. But I would, it'd be hard pressed to pick against the, the Patriots at this point. But
3: Jacksonville uh, would have beaten them if uh, the if the coach didn't hate Blake Bortles more than the fans do. What <laughs> I mean, the guy the guy made plays for you the week before. He made plays in the first half on uh, Sunday, and then the second half you handed the Le- Leonard Fournette. Uh, uh, and to gain two yards on first down every play. It was, uh, there was a team that, uh, they had a chance to beat them too because they're, the, the, the Patriots couldn't block them either.
2: Yeah. I mean, they certainly had them on the ropes and, you know, they just got tight. And that's what happens. Seems like a lot of teams that happens when they play the Patriots, uh, whether it's a close game or they're winning, they just get tight and, and, um, I don't know if it's the Belichick mystique or water Brady or whatever, but uh, that that tends to happen a lot uh, when teams are going against the Patriots.
3: Hey, congratulations on taking the racy theory of uh, being on the road for events and take the first plane
2: out of town. Uh, we we still got guys who aren't here yet. Well, I that's generally my practice, anyways. I just like to get home and give myself the best chance to. Uh, be home, Be But when I saw the snowstorm coming, I knew I made the, the, the right call at that point. We barely made it in. We, we were delayed about an hour, and then uh, not long after we got in, they shut the runways down. So uh, I got lucky, I guess.
3: I can't believe they're going to give Keenum uh franchise tag. I, I don't buy no. it. I don't
2: well, buy it. Well, I'm writing about this t- tomorrow, Pat, and you know who I call first? I called Drew Reese. No, Why no, not? we were just laughing yeah. about that. No, call him. Yeah, hey, well, Here's here's $30 million. Come play. He's going to say no, right? Yes. But you have to call him. Yeah. That, that absolutely has to be your first call and say, we'll give you $30 million and the best chance that you're going to have to get to the Super Bowl. He might uh, think he's then,
3: got a better team down there, though. He might.
2: Yeah. And he, you know, he's probably going to say no, but I think he owe What's the worst that can happen? He can say no. And then you know who I call? Kirk Cousins, if he doesn't get franchised. I, you know, we seem to be thinking there's only three quarterbacks that they can talk to to be their guy, and I, why? You called Drew Reeves first, Kirk Cousins second, think big. I mean, you're you're close to being a Super Bowl team, and, and why not give yourself the best chance? Um, I, I think Keenan is their guy, but boy, if you tell me I have to pay him 15, 16, 17 million dollars a year for a couple of years, boy, that's that's hard to swallow. Yeah. Uh, maybe they can get him at a better rate, but if they do franchise him, Pat, that just tells you that, you know, they want to see the that he can perform at a high level without Pat Shermer. And they're not completely sold to give him a, you know, three- or four-year deal and massive money. But the franchise tag for quarterbacks is going to be, what, $21 million? Yeah, That's a lot of money, but it's only one year.
3: How about uh, giving them, uh, giving uh, Giants a third-rounder for Eli?
2: Mm, I don't know. You know I don't know if he's much
3: better than Case Keenum, huh?
2: How much does he? Well, he's got three left. I think he's got three years left. At but how many, how many good? Years, how many good years does he have left? That's, well, he didn't have a that, good one this year. So I know that 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 would make me nervous. Um, you know, I think I would I would move on from Bradford just his recurring knee problems. That yep. that would just scare me. Bridgewater, I just don't think you can give him a big contract, and I honestly don't think anybody else can. But talk about a gamble! If somebody pays him. Close to starter money, but even you know, relatively good money, and, and and tells him he's going to be their starter. That that's just a major gamble. So I think Keenum is your guy if that's the way you're focused. But if you if like I said, you know, I'm calling Breeze. I'm they him tell me no, and then I'm probably going to push hard after uh, Kirk Cousins. Now he's going to want a longer term um, than Breeze. Obviously, uh, I mean, he's going to get a massive payday. But why not? I mean, you're this close. Why why not? You know, think big and and, and and see if you can really, really upgrade a quarterback to, to go with that defense and then try to make a real push for the Super Bowl.
3: What the hell happened Sunday? I still haven't gotten a good answer. I don't know. It's just,
2: <laughs> it was a, a an all time no show. <laughs> uh-huh. Other than, you know, it didn't surprise me that the offense struggled because the Eagles defense is really good. But so to see a Mike Zimmer defense look that confused and that. Sloppy tackling, and I mean, when are you ever going to see Harrison Smith play like that again? I mean, that was as bad as Harrison Smith can look, and it's just stunning when you see them uh, giving up 10 of 14 on third down, giving up so many deep balls, missed tackles, missed assignments, it was just, they just laid an egg, and I have no idea why.
3: I swear I heard this on the radio broadcast, I think, about an hour before kickoff, Uh, not the local radio broadcast, the uh, national one, that Foles had not completed a pass since he became the starter that traveled in the air 20 yards or more past the line of scrimmage.
2: It doesn't surprise me because if you looked at their game plan against Atlanta, it was all just quick rhythm, yeah. get the ball of his hands, short stuff, and just try to you know, let him break tackles and, and uh, get him in a rhythm. But he, they said going into this game, path though, that they were going to be aggressive and they felt like they could take some shots down the field, and that's exactly what they did. And When you have that offensive line, their offensive line is big and physical. That's a really good offensive line. And so I think they they didn't fear – the Vikings pass rush, like a lot of teams do, and I think they felt like they would have some time for him to sit back there and, and, and throw the ball deep, and uh, and they did. And so, yeah, you know, I give Doug Peterson, their head coach, oh, uh, a lot that of credit. He, he's a heck of a play caller. I mean, his 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 game plans are creative. And think about a good situation for Foles. So Doug Peterson was in the NFL. Now he was you know he's a backup, but he was a quarterback for 12 seasons. Their offensive uh, coordinator, Frank Reich was the NFL quarterback for 14 seasons. So both of those guys I think have a pretty good feel about how to call a game, how to put together a game plan, where to attack and so um I guess we probably shouldn't be too surprised that Nick Foles has had some success here in the playoffs cuz he's he's surrounded by some pretty smart people that are putting him in a good spot to uh, to succeed.
3: And uh it's uh it is amazing. I heard uh, a friend of mine who's a good football guy Said that uh, his theory was that the defensive backs of the Vikings play with a clock. You know, four seconds, five yeah. seconds. You got to cover, and and when you the the, the long pass uh, for the touchdown to uh, Jeffrey, he it was five yeah. seconds before he threw the ball. That they yeah they and, and, kind and, and, of they just kind of, okay they start looking around at, after about four seconds to see where the where the quarterback is and uh, yeah.
2: Well, on that play, I think in particular, I think Everson Griffin and both Daniel Hunter yeah, right, swiped right that forward. They were right in his yeah.
3: lo- basket, you know.
2: Yeah, they, they swiped at him. So I don't know if, if Harrison and and, uh, and uh, Terrence Newman sort of peeked back and thought that they had a sack there because they clearly gave up on the play or something happened that he was able to kind of take off on him. The other big play was a flea flicker. You know, they got caught on that one. But, um, yeah, I mean, they their, their offensive line protected him great and, the thing that I liked what they did was they were they were really good in short game. They got them over the middle of the field, the intermediate. They took the shots down the, the field, so it wasn't like they were just so predictable. They were they were really hitting them on all spots, and um, they you know you don't see a Mike Zimmer team get exposed like that and, and look that confused. But uh, Doug Peterson had just a terrific game plan for him.
3: No, and uh, so did you have
2: uh, any uh, interaction with the uh, Eagles fans? I did not. We uh, we got in quick and got out quick. So uh, I, I saw a lot of it, heard a lot of it. Um, you know, we're they're, we they're fun. They're fun if they don't. Yeah, if they it, don't beat you to death. You know, <laughs> it, it's 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 a shame, um, and you never know what the percentage is. But uh, they obviously had a higher percentage than than what we normally see. But you know, I knew there was going to be issues when I got up uh, Sunday morning, and the. The the police are out there putting Crisco on the on the lamppost. <laughs> <laughs> I would never seen that. And uh-huh. you know, it makes perfect sense, but the fact that they had to go to I was we were talking about this. How many celebrations do you think they had to go through before they said, you know, we should put Crisco on that yeah, <laughs> so, Trying to get these it, guys. It some... wasn't just one. I mean it probably went on for years and then they finally said, We gotta do something to stop this so let's break up the Crisco but um <laughs> it was it's an interesting town for sure and, and it's unfortunate the way some of those idiots act. Um I mean, just you wish they would just start grabbing those guys and hauling them off the jail and prosecute them, and maybe that would knock some of it off. Because if you just you know sort of laugh at it and turn your head and say, "Ah, that's just Eagles fans," will... It's going to keep happening, Chip. I mean, at some point, you got to crack down.
1: Chip, the Crisco didn't work, and the fans still climbed the light towers, and then they taunted they the Crisco.
2: <laughs> they started a Crisco chant after the game. Well, I saw a video where also where some guy drove a, a Doom buggy or something up the steps to the Rocky. <laughs> How many beers do
3: you have to be in? Before we had two bed? police <laughs> horses that
2: got punched. Two, mm-hmm. two
3: police yeah. horses. It's uh, it it was something. So, are there any uh, a long-term concerns about the way this defense got eaten up the last six quarters? I I give I give all credit to Breeze for the uh, two for the collapse against the Saints, but uh, I'm wondering if uh, if yeah. you know the pass rush was not what it had been. What the last five six weeks of the season? I mean, yeah. they weren't giving up any points, but.
2: Well, I don't know long-term because I still think, you know, you have terrific talent there. I mean, you got frontline talent. Now, the Breeze one, Breeze was just phenomenal, and he's going to make a lot of people look bad. I don't know. I, I don't know if, if, if Everson, if his foot injury was worse than what we thought, and that kind of slowed him down a hair. Um, I would like to think it's just sort of a an unfortunate timing bad day at the office because um, I, I just don't think with Zimmer scheme and, and the players that we've seen all year that, you would think that this is something you have to worry about going forward. Now, they they definitely need to add some more talent. Um, You know, they need to find more corners and maybe in their safety and and get a three technique in there. But um, I I don't think that we should just, you know, I don't think the sky is falling on our defense. They just had a really, really bad day at the worst possible time. Hey, uh, 41
3: Donut, this was worse. And and this is the reason. Uh, Because... That that team, uh, the two thousand team, had guys that had quit. They had Randy Moss yeah. was their team leader. They had guys that had packed it in. Uh, to see this team get beat 30 seconds, they didn't have those guys that were going to pack it in. And I I don't know if they didn't look like they were packing it in. They looked more nope. like they were just disorganized and confused.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't I wouldn't fault their effort or anything. This to me was just I I think it's worse because you came in a couple things. One, you have a number one defense in the NFL, and they get exposed like that is just bad. Two, you had this incredible miracle finish the week before that you think anything, like this is the team of destiny, right? If something like that's happened, this is destiny. And three, you're that close to hosting the Super Bowl in your backyard. Um, so you combine all those things and just the euphoria we felt in town last week after that, yeah. after that Saints win and then the laying egg, it's just, <laughs> that's as, that's as bad as it gets. I don't know, hard pressed to find much worse. Hey, Chip, one last
3: question. Uh, this yes. Gopher assistant coach who uh, recruited the Georgia kids, Lawrence, was it? Yeah. Uh, uh So we promote it, We make a big deal about promoting him to assistant head coach to keep him around, and then yeah. he still goes to a And M. They just came with an offer that uh, the Gophers were not willing to uh,
2: to. Uh, match, match yeah.
3: or what What was that? What did you hear yeah, I, about
2: I that? I think it's uh, a couple things. I think that might be his home uh, okay. back there. I think he has ties there and then also at SEC money. I, I don't know what the contracts call, but um, the way Texas A&M is, is shelling out money, I'm sure they paid him uh, quite handsomely to come down there because he is a terrific recruiter. So uh, I don't know if the Gophers even tried to step up and match it or try to keep him or I don't have really inside knowledge on that, but I'm sure the uh, – the contract he got down there was pretty substantial.
3: Well, he must have had other people coming at him because they'd given him the uh, raise before Jimbo uh, before Jimbo went to a And M.
2: Yeah, when you when you give a guy a title like that after he has a great recruiting season, that means you know he's probably going to be in hot demand by other big schools. And uh, if that's his home and he gets a big raise to go down there, it's kind of hard to knock the guy, you know.
3: Okay, hey, thanks, Chip. Thanks, that's you- it. Scoggins, and Star Tribune sports columnist. We will be back. I guarantee it. gophers will
4: beat the cats tonight prediction
3: yeah they got a mere coffee back though but they're not terrible they just a little light in the middle <laughs> they're a little light in the middle but northwestern's proving to be one of the most overrated teams in the country this year and they don't have the same excuses that the gophers do so hmm. gophers win tonight there you go mm-hmm and remember this is the guy that gave you <laughs>
0: the Vikings stone cold wild
3: yep. So you can you can count on this <laughs> I'm, one. I'm
4: going to let you in on a little secret Patrick. Yeah. Uh Chris and I have noticed sometimes when you predict things you're very wrong. That's when Chris really started to worry about the Vikings when you made that thing. prediction. I'm not kidding. I said, "Oh my god, this is this if is 2001." Me,
3: if you had told me that Waynes, uh Rhodes <laughs> and Harrison Smith were going to become the equivalent of Waswa Sirwanga, I would have <laughs> and uh, Robert I Tate. Know, I would have made a different uh, prediction.
0: Okay, yeah. what what was your prediction leading up to forty one Donut before it happened?
3: I think I had us winning. Yeah, but that was more. I wanted to put Denny in a situation where if he won, <laughs> we were expecting it. Then uh, actually,
1: you were doing <laughs> I mean, the opposite of setting up the loss. Yeah,
3: I was setting up the win.
1: <laughs> yeah, was, uh,
3: up <laughs> I to I to- tell yeah. One of my five happiest moments as a journalist: <laughs> Kirby's <laughs> home run. Number two, Danny walking off the field after 41 donuts. Oh my God. <laughs> Weren't
1: you and uh, others shushed at that game for laughing uh, yeah, in the press Brzezinski
3: box? Yeah, uh, and I uh, got in a little disagreement. <laughs> yeah, he was not happy. The laughter and the one liners that were flying around <laughs> the press box. He didn't wasn't happy. And I said, I'm not the guy behind 34 to nothing <laughs> at halftime. <laughs>
1: That was such a butt-kicking. I'm sitting two rows from the top of the stadium going, oh, my God, this is going to be the longest drive home ever. Gary
0: Collins. Gary Collins. That was awful. Anyway, here's John. Hey.
3: this I I just
5: have one question. Royce, what what prompts you to continue to pick these games when you know every single game you pick is wrong? This is not true. Every single one. This
3: is not true.
5: Name me one that you got right. Oh, a, yeah. a big a big game. Let
3: me go back through my records. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
5: Okay. Right. Thank you. This update
4: sponsored by I Shell. I used to pick
3: Tiger Woods to win golf tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. bold.
4: Yeah. It's very bold. It was like
5: right. picking Mike Tyson back in the day, too.
4: Get the feeling of being rewarded with gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards Program. Download the Fuel Rewards app. Join and
3: start savings f- uh, $0.05 cents a gallon. Do you know that I was in the Las Vegas Hilton the night Tyson fought James Douglas, and I didn't even go downstairs and— what? It was 41 to 1. And I didn't even go downstairs and put any money on uh, Buster Douglas just for the hell.
1: Had you been cured? No, Is that I'd, why?
3: Been, uh, I'd spent the day covering something else. Did you I, go to the fight? No, well, the fight no was in it Tokyo. was in Tokyo. Oh, that's right. It was like a in right. the you, morning. Okay, and you were it. in Vegas. Yeah, right. I could have went down and put 100 bucks on it
5: just for giggles, you know, but I didn't <laughs> do that. So. That was his first loss, wasn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big one. Eagles fans. The guy I was with stepped out of the room. It was Yatesy mm-hmm. stepped out of the room to use the restroom. He got back and Tyson was out. He was gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> he was Did you enjoy it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was. That, it was right away, right? Mm-hmm. It was a first or second rounder, first, mm-hmm. or, wasn't it? Uh no, I thought it no, wasn't no, like it the went
0: fifth or sixth it round around. or something. Did it go a while. Yeah, Douglas knocked him around pretty good.
4: Anyway, Eagles fans unhappy <laughs> with the treatment that uh, Vikings fans received. The team and the uh, the fans of the Vikings are donating to the Mike Zimmer Foundation as a way to say sorry for the idiots that okay. we have in Can Philadelphia. Can we be done with this
1: crap? <laughs> it's great. No, come it on. Is. The Fodders foundation, foundation.
4: Yep. Uh, the Foundation, uh, Zimmer's Foundation, is in honor of his late wife, Vicky. It's announced it's received a flood of donations since the NFC Championship game from Philadelphia Eagle fans. Can't rip that one. As we uh, know, of course— uh, fans sort of the Vikings were yelled at, things were thrown at them, even
1: full beers, I still don't get that. <laughs> well, the fans that donate money, that is absolutely admirable. Everything you know, about it's it is great. It doesn't make stories. up for the fact that yeah. the uh, the rest of them are complete
3: turds. Plus, yeah. head coaches can have foundations, punters can't. <laughs> Damns the rules. Yeah, that's, that's my rule. And and the, foundation, to
5: it. Uh, the foundation is obviously good, but y- you people are a bunch of crybabies. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> Just shut up. You went to Philly. What did you expect? Just shut up. <laughs> Man up. I old. actually agree with that. You're a bunch of wussies. Shut we up. We all told you to stay home. Oh my God.
4: <laughs> Some uh, late breaking NBA news this afternoon. Uh, coaches have named the Wolves Jimmy
0: Butler to the all. No An
3: Carl Anthony,
0: huh? Uh, we don't know yet. Oh. I think we're still waiting to find out.
3: Jimmy Butler is the first guy named?
0: Uh, there have been a couple other guys. Okay. Damian Lillard has been named, and, okay, which good. is good. He deserves it, too. Mm-hmm. So,
3: All right. Glenn Perkins
4: calling it quits. Injuries the past two seasons, cutting his career short. He saved 120 games for the Twins, and, of course, was a three-time All-Star. Announced by the Twins, not Glenn Perkins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Forward Twins news. The Tigers have purchased the contract of lefty Caleb Thielbar from the St. Saint Paul All Saints. All
3: right. Go get him, Caleb.
4: Caleb's a Minnesota native,
1: of course. Prior and, to Randolph, John. Randolph. Uh,
4: former be,
3: Randolph Rocket. He'll soon turn Great basketball player.
0: Oh, really? Uh, breaking news. It's actually been out for a little bit longer than I thought. Yeah, uh, Chris Haynes of ESPN tweets out, ESPN sources, Minnesota forward, Carl Anthony Towns, okay, has been voted in to make his first... All-star appearance as a Western Conference. Good as he's been lately, they yep. had to take him. All right. Any word on Shabazz? <laughs> I think hey, we're still been waiting been on that one. He's been playing a little one. bit. He's been he
3: playing a little the last yeah. couple of games. Hey, minutes. we better go, Johnny. We got okay. a very nervous uh, traffic guy here to tell us good news tonight.
2: ride with Royce now continues. 69, offense. He was them the business.
0: It's time for
5: late hits.
4: Pirate dugout, the first baseman, Randall Simon, took a swing at the Italian sausage. Now, the Italian sausage tripped and fell onto another sausage, as you can see there. After a struggle, they both got up and continued to race. Uh, we're told that two women were treated at the Brewers' first aid station. And a spokeswoman for the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Department tells me tonight, that uh, Simon, the player who hit the sausage, will be interviewed by deputies, and the matter will likely be referred to the Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office
1: for review. Again, uh, Mike. And- Greatest moment. What year was in the, sausage ra- what history? What
3: year was the Randall Simon uh, thing? I'm thinking 01, 02, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there.
1: It was. Uh, that was my favorite. It was a sausage Favorite moment. Favorite moment in sausage moment Well, history. this is
3: a big, this is the best read story at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel website right now. Mm-hmm. Next season, it won't be Clement's name attached to the racing sausage uh, tradition at Miller Park. The uh, Journal Sentinel reported Tuesday that Clement's sausage is no longer the contracted sponsor for the four meat-themed no. costumed runners who make the dash around the bases at Brewers' home games. Clement Sausage Company CEO Tom Daneker told the Journal Sentinel that the company had been negotiating a new renegotiated or negotiating a new contract as it had for the last 25 years. And then the Brewers representatives ended negotiations abruptly. Daneker said the Brewers informed him that they had signed a contract to sponsor the sausages with another company. I'm guessing Usinger's. Is that what you're going with? It could be Johnsonville. You know... It would have to be a Wisconsin company. They it has to be. Can't you go can't national. go
1: outside. You can't go you can't outside go the, the border. Absolutely for a few not.
3: It's lousy, dot it. Because it's not the cheese state. It's the sausage. It is. State. Absolutely. It is the sausage you know, and the
1: unfortunate thing is Clements is picking a bad time to bail. The, the Brewers are going to be good next year. Well, I don't
3: think Clemens is bailing. I think that they just got a better offer. They, they got a better they, offer. They didn't give them exactly what they wanted. So they. Uh, uh, good as a sausage race is, I like the presidents myself. You like the one like in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty now, good. Now, when you just go and they just have the main four, then it's not so good. But when they throw out William Howard Taft yes. or something, the big fat guy. Mm-hmm. And then didn't they have a—who who never won? They went the first five years they I were there. I almost had the a really one tasteless guy, joke, one but I the didn't, pres- uh, No, one of the presidents never won. I can't remember which one. And then he finally won, and it was it was a huge celebration. I'm not Lincoln, Washington, Jefferson— Who's who's uh, who's the fourth one? Teddy, uh, Teddy Roosevelt was it? Right. Teddy? Yeah, maybe no, Teddy's okay. the one who never. Would won. they would they do the Trumper in the
1: uh, the president's oh, race? Oh, they might break him out
3: in a very cartoony. <laughs> sh- well, it's should. almost impossible not to, isn't it? You'd because have you could, to because you could do get the big wig, You get the big yeah. cartoon, and the whole thing. <laughs> it would be, uh, but uh, they've they've had quite a few of them. You know, they they yeah. get a new costume. It's a, it's a it's a wonderful tradition. But the sausages are hard to beat. I don't even know Why do not we race now. We got the target guys. We got uh, the oh.
1: dog, and then we got oh, okay. the the yeah. mosquito, and we've got uh, a couple other. Uh, what could
3: we race? What could we race? That's a strong Minnesota tradition. Losing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Here comes ninety nine yeah. on the oh, backstretch. How about, yeah.
3: How about how about the Vikings? Around race? the corner comes forty one donuts. How about the Vikings racing against the four the, a chief. Uh, a uh, Raider, a, a, a Steeler, a and, uh, a, and dolphin.
0: a Dolphin. A dolphin yeah,
3: yeah. Or
1: even, even better, since it's Twins, they might not want to take a shot at some of the other franchises in town. You know, here comes Adam Wilk on the backstretch, yes, yes. you know, failed
3: Twins pitching. Hey, how about, uh, you know how happy these, you know how relieved these local teams are that they no longer have to act oh my like they God. give a damn if the Vikings win or not. <laughs> Especially They're the teams currently the purple, playing. Purple uh the pur- purple colors at Target Field and purple this and purple that. Wessel and I, that's the one thing we've exchanged through the years, is whenever we see a team in a market congratulating another team for the success. We send it to each other because we know it's utter and complete horse beep. Right. You know, (laughs) you think the Twins want to start spring training with all anybody's talking about is, what a wonderful World uh, Super Bowl parade that was. Right. Or the Wilder,
1: you know, going on a Stanley Cup run. We're
3: all for you. No, you aren't. No. You're lying. Because there's 5,000 people that aren't going to be at your yes, game tonight. Right. Yes, <laughs> that's true. That's true. All righty. Hey, Colorado Avalanche beat Mon- Maple Leafs last night in Toronto. They have won 10 in a row. They were terrible. They Weren't were they the worst, the yeah. Lake last year. Did, are we the ones that jump started them a couple of weeks I ago? Oh no. But I don't get it. Because they were like. Young team rebuilding. They got rid of that Duchesne guy. They sent him to Ottawa, right? One of their best players. They were sending out all their old guys. So we got Colorado and Las Vegas battling for dominance in the uh, Western Conference. Just like we all predicted. Yeah, yeah, we had that one figured out. And you guys give me hell about my occasionally inaccurate (laughs) predictions. Very occasionally inaccurate predictions. (laughs) Somebody went back to when I picked Denny to beat the Cowboys. In that playoff game down in Dallas, in and then they got their ass kicked. Yeah. Well, yeah, Then Dallas lit them up. How did they go? Well, they went back and found your column. Yes. So, no, some guy said he remembered it. Oh, God Almighty! I can't even remember all my inaccurate predictions. How? How can you remember? <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right, we'll be back.
0: Let's hear the boys' daily complaints. Anyhow, you got anything
3: upsetting you today?
0: Yeah, my daily complaint is, this has been my daily complaint in the past. It's the damn Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm -hmm. Just continued drama, and I don't know how much of it is manufactured. I'm guessing some of it is. But it just, we get to this point of the year. Every single year, ever since LeBron went back there,
3: don't you think this is their worst streak in a while?
0: Yes, this is probably the worst that they've played since LeBron went back there, Mm -hmm. and they've been to the finals and all that stuff. But it's just we get to this point of the year, and they're not playing well, and there's always just drama, and you know, so and so is not getting along with so and so, and now you know they're mad at supposedly mad at Kevin Love because he was supposedly sick on Saturday, and they got blown out at home by the Thunder, and all this stuff. It's just. And now, oh, is Tyron Lue going to, is he going to get fired? Is he going to last the season and all this? They've been in the finals three years in a row. Yeah. Like, come on. Good grief. What do you got there, Reavers?
1: During the end, towards the end of the Vikings debacle in Philadelphia, I ranked my personal, uh, I, I, I ranked personally the five most recent losses in the NFC Championship game on Twitter. In in order? It, well, no, it was my list. And what I thought were the uh, how 98 being one, or 99 being number one, Sunday being number two, and so on. To which yeah. people were saying, oh no, this is number five. It's my list!
3: Yes, right. Leave me alone! And by the way, you're right. This is
1: number two. It is yeah. number two. This is two. worse Absolutely. than 41 Donut. This yes. is worse than 41 Donut, and it's worse than 09 slash 2010.
3: Because yes. there was... that
1: team overachieved to yes. some degree. Yes. So leave me alone, people right. on Twitter.
3: I don't have a daily complaint, but I'm going to plug the uh, roast uh, once again. Oh, yes, please. I did not know that this was—I thought this was Minutemen only. I'm being roasted Friday at noon at Mancini's uh, by the Minnesota Minutemen. It's a fundraiser for Courage Kenny, uh, also the uh, Minnesota Minutemen Amateur Athletic Foundation, and uh, Minutemen in general. They've been around forever, by the way, the Minutemen. They help sell season tickets for— for you know, i went back and i found something when the vikings came here they had to sell 25,000 season tickets to the before the nfl would officially give them the franchise the Minutemen were basically the guys who went out and sold them the local did it okay guys. wow yeah they came out nice. and did it. so anyway the roast will be at noon at mancinis and you can get tickets by going to minnesotaminutemen.com 50 bucks each Uh, Pretty good. Uh, You get a Mancini dinner. Uh, We got Charlie Walters coming. Louie Nanny. uh, Lavelle will be there. Jim Carter uh, will be there. Folks,
1: here's your chance to watch Royce yeah. get roasted and, in public. And the
3: fellow who does the uh, Royce impersonation. The Rook won't be there. No, but
1: the, uh, the other guy. The really
3: good there. one, right. Yeah, the guy who's much better than Rook. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, if you want to come and see me get insulted after all these years of uh, dishing out insults, it's and
1: about time. Think I... about it. You could go in person. and You can't block them on Twitter. No, I no. can't.
3: I got I to gotta put up with it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm all in favor of it. So Anyway. If you want to the minutemen com, if you want to join us on friday at mancini's we will do this tomorrow